Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Shilor Select. The whole system will be ready in a few minutes. Take your seat and enjoy. Alright everybody, happy Sunday morning. It's your boy, Chris, coming at you, dropping in. Um, just going to do this last night, but didn't really get free until later into the day. And I just decided I would just sit around and watch TV last night before, because uh, I didn't want to spend all night doing this. So, Sunday morning, it's Easter Sunday, by the way. Got my iced coffee, iced Americano, uh, black, <laughs> for those who are wondering what, you, what I'm drinking. Um, so, yeah, let's get into this. Thought I would, uh, did a solo podcast a few weeks ago. Thought I would try it again, see what happens. Um, where, where should I start? Where should I start? Um, I don't know. Let's just start rambling here, see what happens. So, had a good little Saturday yesterday. Woke up, did Angie. Uh, that is 100 pull-ups, 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and 100 air squats for time. PR'd that, crushed that. Um, also, before I woke up. Had breakfast, usual breakfast for me, eggs, spinach, oatmeal, something along that nature. And I usually don't drink coffee before my workouts just because I don't really know why I don't do it. I just don't. Um, maybe an iced coffee I would, hot coffee probably not. Um, this doesn't sit with me if I know I'm getting ready to go work out. So uh, I get these little liquid IV packets. Let's see if I can. I got my Google box here so I can fact check myself while I'm talking. Liquid IV uh, packets. Did I press record? Yeah. Okay. Good. Woo. So they're just um, got a little some vitamins. Uh, they got uh, this one I've been using lately. It's got caffeine in it. Um, it's basically use it. It's supposed to be the equivalent of drinking three glasses of water or something. Um, taste is not that great, but I don't really mind. It doesn't bother me, but. I don't know, it's better than drinking, I wasn't in the habit of drinking a bang or a, a rain, bang or rain, bang or rain before each of my workouts, and um, slowly got out of that habit, just feel, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, I don't guess, maybe if you're consuming them daily, um, could be, but, or not daily, but just a lot, of, maybe more than one a day, but just got out of it, figured probably shouldn't be doing that to myself. Nothing against it, if you are, I don't know, just my thoughts. Um, let's see. So anyway, did that, worked out, crushed that. Went to Lynchburg, which I haven't been there in years, I guess. Uh, I know I went there in college a couple times, and then after I graduated, don't really remember the last time I went. But mom bought an electric bike uh, up there, which it was kind of cool. Um, shop is real cool. Shout out to Bikes Unlimited. Talked to the owner. He was a real cool dude. Uh, it made me kind of want an electric bike. Uh, they, they're really a little pricey, but probably maybe later down the road when this podcast takes off. <laughs> Sponsored, maybe? Electric bike? No? Okay. Get a swiggle drink here. But uh, did that. Um, rode the electric bike. It was cool. It's got a little zip to it, you know, uh, more than I expected. So uh, then I walked around Lynchburg, uh, their little downtown area. It's a nice little downtown area. Real cool. Uh, had a really good vibe to it. I was impressed. Made me want to go back. Not sure if there's any breweries. I saw a lot of 
restaurants and stuff. Um, so maybe I'm going to go back and check that out, hop on that. Maybe one day. It's a two-hour drive from here, but I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about Lynchburg, but anyway. That's what I did yesterday. Got my got my workout in. Um, went to Lynchburg. Now I got my coffee. Now I'm talking to y'all. Um, I was trying to think last time what I talked about, trying to remember uh, when I did a solo podcast last time, what I was talking about. I remember some bits and pieces, and I do remember that I talked about the Frazier, Matt Frazier, podcast with Joe Rogan that I hadn't listened to it yet and I was going to listen to it and I did so I was going to hit on touch on that a little bit uh first so Matt Frazier five-time fittest guy on earth CrossFit guy however you want to say it he sat down with Joe Rogan uh he talked with him basically obviously all about CrossFit some martial arts stuff his training um what he's doing now when he's retired apparently he's going to get into coffee he's a coffee guy didn't know that but I thought that was kind of cool. Overall, it was a good podcast. Um, there was a lot of stuff taken out of context. Some people would probably say that Matt Fraser came off kind of arrogant, which he probably did, which is no big deal. Um, I thought usually it seems like when people are coming on Joe Rogan now, they are promoting something they're doing. And he plugged his new CrossFit program that he's putting out. I only plugged it maybe once or twice. But, uh, you know, he said he was doing some things that other CrossFitters weren't doing, and he's teaming up with Hybrid Performance Athletics. Um, and then, I don't know, I forgot when it comes out, but he's going to put out a new program for people to buy. Obviously, that seems to be the uh, the regiment that what CrossFitters do after they retire is they uh, put out their own program. I know Ben Smith has his, Rich Froning has his, now Matt has his. Um, Dave Lipson, which I know he's not – I think he did CrossFit for a while, but he's he got into a – not a bodybuilder, but it's like a – well, it is kind of one, I guess, um, program he made. Uh, there's tons of them out there. Julie Fouché has one. Camille LeBlanc has one. I mean, there's tons of programs out there. But, um, you know, he did say that one part, which Joe Rogan kind of egged him on a little bit, that he but he would eat his Snickers after his workouts, and even Rich Froning said that too in one of the documentaries that he was just trying to fuel his fuel the machine. Yeah. But uh, and Joe Rogan said something. Oh, it's weird. You know, other people are probably over there eating chicken and rice and or whatever, and you're over here just eat, scarfing down Snickers bars after your workouts. Which there is science that if you eat a Snickers bar or you put sugar back into your body immediately after a workout, it replenishes the Glucose, glucogen. I would look that up, but I don't want to take the type. So, so, so don't hate me if I mess that up, y'all. Um, and that he even, and Joe Rogan made a remark that there was, a, I forgot the boxer's name, but he would drink Cokes after his workouts. <clears throat> I thought he was scratching. He would, uh, yeah, drink a Coke after his workouts just for that sugar. Um, I think people just can do that. You know, Ocho Cinco, he'll eat McDonald's after, uh, some of his workouts but obviously he's not eating that all the time he is putting other healthier stuff into his body but because he's so fit and i guess he could afford to do that which i'm not sure i was going with that thought but i'm just saying uh so other people might take that as kind of arrogant which not sure i didn't really mind it um he talked about good gyms and bad gyms and bad coaches and good coaches which that's nothing that nobody's ever heard before um, and I think he he didn't say anything that wasn't true. He did say there is bad gyms out there, which, you know, all the gyms mainly I've ever been to, I thought, uh, I thought were really well established. They had good people there. I never didn't feel unsafe. Uh, it just wasn't the typical old school PE where they just roll out basketballs and say go do whatever. Um, you know, he did say there's bad coaches where the coach is more of just a cheerleader rather than a coach. And I've heard horror stories like that. At other gyms, and that's basically how, I mean, in a sense, CrossFit did get its bad name, is that people would just go in there and do whatever they want. They would see other people picking up 500 pounds, so obviously they would go try, and that's why they would get hurt. He did make a remark that, I forgot, he uh, was talking to, I can't remember if it was a physical therapist, occupational therapist, or what, but they said something to the fact that, Oh, well, CrossFit paid for my yacht, which 
I mean, I guess, you know, there is some injuries that come from CrossFit and just, I mean, just doing anything in general, you're going to get injured uh, as far as athletic movements or just any, I don't know where I'm going with that. But anyway, I thought that was kind of obnoxious to say, which I've had people tell me that before, um, that, you know, if I've introduced myself and somebody told them that I did CrossFit, oh, they're like, oh, you've never been hurt from doing that? And even this first time meeting people, I did meet one time, I'll just say it, my uncle brought a, a you know, a, his friend or lady, whatever you want to say, over to the family get-together. And that's immediately just me, uh, talking to me. That was the first thing she said to me, which I thought was kind of odd. But I was like, no, I've been doing this for eight-plus years, never had a serious injury. You know, I've had my ego hurt and <laughs> some muscle soreness, but never had anything so serious where I didn't feel like I couldn't train, which – no, just thought that this kind of caught me off guard. But anyway, there's people like that who just completely despise it, think you're going to get injured, which they have their right to that opinion, but um, it's not always the facts. So uh, let's see, what else? What else was, did I want to touch on? Well, a lot of this podcast, not my podcast, but Matt Frazier's and Joe Rogan's podcast was taken out of context. So, for instance, Matt Frazier does in there, uh, in a podcast say that he is a god but he's quoting Mike Tyson and when he's like I am a god and Dave Castro the director of the CrossFit Games put that on his Instagram which thought it was very uh, petty I guess is a good word Just, you know I don't understand why he was so involved with that there was a couple other things he put on his Instagram too that he thought uh, was spoken they're not well spoken on of him or CrossFit in general, which again, I don't think Matt Fraser said anything that was not true. But anyway, what I was going with that was that Mike Tyson said or Matt Fraser was they were talking about martial arts and boxing, which I guess obviously Matt's a big fan of, and obviously Joe Rogan, we all know is too. But he was just saying that before workouts or before a boxing match that Mike Tyson would be pacing back and forth in the room, in his locker room. He'd be nervous, scared, anxiety would be building up, which I get that because I get that even on my workouts now or anything I'm doing. And But when he would start walking out to the ring, he would just immediately just get this mentality of just saying, I am a god. And obviously he would just go in there and just crush people, literally. <laughs> so and it was just I think it was just mentality, and I think Matt was just trying to say that he wasn't – he didn't have that – necessarily but it seemed like he had, he would try to get that mindset before workouts and stuff too so um anyway overall it's a good podcast i liked it recommend it if you haven't heard it um if you have any thoughts on it i've talked with the with the bros on it a couple times so send them my way let me know what you thought let's see anything else i want to say about that mm. yeah probably not yeah. No, I mean, Joe Rogan is always asking about CrossFit all of his, you know, if he has a nutrition person on or a fitness expert on. And I thought it was maybe going to be dogging CrossFit more than what uh, a lot. But I think Joe just wanted a better understanding of it. He does high intensity training a lot with kettlebells. Uh, I know he's got an echo bike. I mean, I'm sure he does a lot of pull ups. I don't think he's doing any, he does CrossFit type stuff, but no, obviously he's not repping out bar muscle ups and stuff. So. Anyway, um, let's move on from that. Hope I covered that and said it, shared what I want to. It's still kind of hurt. I woke up yet with my coffee. Well, you got your ball stuck somewhere, Rocky? Gosh. So, what else have I been doing? Um, I watched the Snyder Cut. Awesome movie. Uh, the new Justice League Snyder Cut on HBO. Loved it. Thought it was badass. I was into it. I didn't watch it all in one sitting. Uh, first off, yeah, some cons. It is a four-hour movie. But one good thing is that they do break it up into segments. So I think each chapter is an hour uh, or more, a little less. So it does tell you – it doesn't give you episodes like how Netflix would do on a TV series, but it does say, hey, chapter two's coming, and you could pause it there. Which what I did, I think I watched it in – hour dosages over a couple days and it was just beautifully made it gave a lot more uh backstory into all the characters i don't want to ruin anything for anybody by spoiling it but uh it was just awesome i mean they redid the villains and they made them more darker more meaner you got to see dark side um as probably like we saw him in the original version so 
No, I don't think we did. And there is an opening for a second one, but I don't know if we'll ever see that. It took so long just to get the Snyder Cut made. So oh, another one, part of it, it was made in 4-3 ratio, which was has the black things on each side, which is no big deal for me. It didn't bother me. First, you know, other people probably hated it, but I didn't mind it at all. So everyone else I've talked to so far has enjoyed it as well. So if you're looking for something to watch, crush that. I did watch uh, Godzilla versus Kong or Kong versus Godzilla the other night. That was a badass movie. Um, if you like those type of movies, I thought it was going to be more thriller, horror kind of thing, but no, nah, it was. Take your kids, watch it. No big deal. Uh, good movie. It's on HBO Max too. If you need something to watch there. Oh, that's what I was trying to get into while I started talking about movies. So. Uh, Last time on here, I said I was going to go watch that movie, I Don't Care A Lot, with uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, uh, Tyrion Lannister. Let me look him up real quick. Make sure I said Tyrion Lannister. Uh, Peter Drinklage. I think it's his real name. Yeah, Peter Drinklage. Um, I hope I'm just getting his Game of Thrones name right. That's also a good show if you're looking for something right. Um, Tyrion Lannister, cool. So he's in it. Uh, it was a good movie. Uh, I didn't expect it to be a kind of a not really a mafia movie, but there was some mafia ties to it, which made it more badass. It's one of the better movies I've watched in a while. It was real scripted. Had a lot of good act- actors in it. Um, wasn't long. I mean, story just sucked me in because. I guess there is actual people who probably go around and do what they're doing. So they're conning old people into pretty much giving up their fortunes to this one person. And she takes over and gets rich from it, which um, I pretty much butchered that completely. But that's just the movie. But it's a really good movie. So you should watch that. Check it out. Let's see. What else should I go into here? Um, Saturday, talked about the uh, the Frasier podcast um Baylor is going to the championship I think Gonzaga watched a little bit of that the other night last night let's see Gonzaga's plays today I'm guessing they're going to win so we'll have a Gonzaga and Baylor fire championship which I've been off my game and been watching sports 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 I've been watching a lot of sports lately I don't know if it's because of the pandemic and just or it stopped for a while, then it came back on. I've been just trying to keep up with keep up with it what I see on Instagram and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Um gotta get back into that. We got baseball season starting again. Um I love going to baseball games. Never been much on it's hard for me just to sit down and watch a game in general. Just uh I gotta be up and do something else and come back and sit and watch it, but that's starting up soon. Uh, I guess college basketball will be ending. I don't know when the NBA season ends this year. Can't remember. I did see, I think the Lakers and Clippers are going to be bringing back fans So some of their games. I don't know how many, but that's kind of cool. Might be a little light at the end of this tunnel of this pandemic that we're coming out of. I don't know why I just said pandemic that way, y'all. I just did. Um, also, speaking of getting warm... I guess mowing season's here. I saw I've been seeing people mow or saw people mowing the yard yesterday, so I get that going for me again. Yeah, first world problems. You gotta go out and cut my grass. So which I don't you know, it's whatever. You just gotta mow. Take care of everything. Chase the wiener dogs around with my lawnmower. I'm just playing how to do that. <laughs> they get they stay inside because they're scared of everything. Um might take them for a walk today since the weather's getting nice. They do enjoy that. Maybe for going for a little ride. Uh, let's see. What else? What, what else do I want to say? Anything else? Do I need to talk about what's been going on? Um, had a little scare with the with the vid. <laughs> um, I was exposed, but didn't get any symptoms. I did have a negative test, which you know I was told I took it too early. But I just made me nervous, just knowing that I had this. Uh, or not had it, but I, there was a chance I could have it. Uh, yeah, I got quarantined from work, uh, so I was working from home. Again, there was no symptoms. I was working out by myself. I felt good. Finished the opened with, you know, 
in this last week. Didn't get to do it with everybody, but shout out to James for coming in a clutch and uh, judging me later on. So, uh, again, again, uh, not to take anything away from COVID, but if I did get it or anybody who got COVID, I didn't get any symptoms. Um, I think I would have known for sure. And anyone I was around, as far as I know, who else could have been exposed, they didn't get any symptoms either. So I think I may have just dodged a bullet. So no big deal there. I was telling the person who told me that I was exposed. It felt weird. I think that was the biggest thing of it is the psychological stuff. That, And I also had this conversation with one of my friends over a couple of beers a couple of weeks ago that just knowing that, you know, even if you do have it and everyone, it's kind of like you're the kid with cooties <laughs> in school again. Nobody wants to be around you and stuff. That was kind of the biggest part of it, the psychological stuff. It's like, what the hell? What do I do? You know, I just didn't know how to feel about myself. And I was kind of scared to be going around people because I didn't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. And which is what you're supposed to be doing. But it's just, I don't know, it was just a weird psychological feeling. Um, but I was I made a joke with the guy who told me. That it felt like, you know, you just slept with somebody and you woke up two days later and told them that, oh, hey, uh, you might need to go get tested. <laughs> like you just got, and that's nothing to joke about, but it's just, it was a weird feeling. Um, just to say, like, you had to call somebody and say, hey, there is a chance, you know, you know, you need to go get tested. So, probably a bad joke, but not really a joke, but it was just odd, man. It's just odd. I think that was, I don't know if that's playing in on other people's psychological mindset, but I mean, it's got to be. Just to know that, I mean, it was me knowing that I couldn't, I wasn't really supposed to leave or go do anything. And But you had to be by, stay by yourself. But again, I think we dodged a bullet there. And I think with the vaccines and everything, I know mom got her first shot. My brother got his first shot. I think we're coming to a light at the end of this tunnel, supposedly. Um, everybody seems to be uh, hopefully coming out of this. We'll see, though. Um what, anything else been going on with me? Finished the Open this year. Uh, did well with that. Happy with that. Um, talked about the vid. Talked about some movies. We talked about Matt Frazier. Got a little coffee here. Um, it's kind of weird doing this on a Sunday morning. It's Easter weekend. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, let's dive into another part. So... I put up on the Instagram, on the IG, baby, what it do, that uh, <clears throat> to ask, send me in questions, topics, I don't know what I said, questions, topics, information you want me to talk about, address on, I put that up, um, I did really well if not looking at it, I did look at one while I was in Lynchburg, just because it made me anxious, I was, I was hoping people would actually um, chime in on it, so the first, I did read the first question, and it is absolutely hilarious, and so I'll start with that one first. Um, and just so you know, I, me and the, uh, I mean, another friend were talking about this. I was trying to figure out if there was a way to do it anonymously where you could just send in from Instagram. It wouldn't obviously say who sent it. So I'm not going to read the names. I'll just read the questions and anything. And I'm going to keep it like that if, if I do this again. Um, that way, if you want to call me a an idiot or a fuckhead. I won't say the names out loud, but you can. But I guess there is, I don't think there is a way So to do it anonymously. I mean, there probably is via another software or app. I don't know. But so if you know, let me know somehow. Email me, sheilafiva at gmail.com or just slide in the DMs. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I think there, there was some spe- speculation about that actually being a real thing, but I think People just made that up just so they would have people uh, slide in on them and they would actually know how they feel, uh, people's real feelings about it. So here we go. All right, got me some sweet coffee there. Sorry for the slurping sounds in it. Let's see. I'm going to start, again, I'll start with that first question first, uh, which I thought was hilarious. Okay, go through all these and... All right, so the first question that came in, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> um, I guess first initial feelings, it's not. It's a hot dog, right? 
because you don't, you know, if I order a hot dog, I don't say, can I have a hot dog sandwich? <laughs> I do know when I was little that uh, I seems like, how do I want to word this? Yeah, when I was little, if I, I was at my dad's one time, and I guess he didn't have any hot dog buns, so he just took a piece of bread and put the hot dog in the middle of it <laughs> and said he did it like this. So I guess in that case, it could be a sandwich bread. A sandwich, but you know, if you order a Chicago dog, ain't that the ones that are at the Chicago Cubs? Um, you don't say, I want a Chicago dog sandwich, you just say Chicago dog, or if you want a bratwurst, you just say, Yeah, so I guess hot dog, in my definition, is not a sandwich, but you know, the club sandwich, I guess if you order that, you do say you want a club sandwich, and if not, you know, there's a Reuben. You don't say I want a Reuben sandwich. You just say I want a Reuben. Let me let me Google something. Is a tomato a fruit? Yes, tomato is a fruit. The first thing is a hot dog a sandwich. Here we go. Is a hot dog a sandwich? What? USA Today is a hot dog a sandwich. Council rules once. All right, what? Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Council rules once and for all. This is on USA Today, November 7th, 2015. I'm not already. Steamer, but a hot dog is not a sandwich according to official press release from the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. There's actually a National Hot Dog, Sausage, and Council. Okay. So according to that, a hot dog is not a sandwich there. Hmm. Let me see what else we can find here. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Sorry, sorry. For uh dead air, I was sitting here reading. Um, okay. There's been a lot of a lot of discussion on here. Here we go. The Minnesota Law Review. This is legit. Minnesota Law Review, Minneapolis, Minnesota. At umn.edu. Minnesota, MinnesotaLawReview.org. Okay. Uh, where was that at? Okay, let me read this to you. Shit, where'd it go? Sorry, okay. I lost my train of thought. Okay, here we go. Uh, declaring that a hot dog... So this is saying that a hot dog is a sandwich. Wait. In recent years, this question has been in popular media spotlight. One question in particular is whether a hot dog is a sandwich. Webster kicked off the modern debate by declaring that a hot dog is a sandwich and defines a sandwich as two or more slices of bread split... Okay. So the Merriam-Webster defines a sandwich as to be two or more slices of bread or a split roll having filling in between or one slice of bread covered with food. Stephen Carpenter's hot dog, indeed a sandwich. Hmm. Constructing the sandwich. So I'm guessing... Um, this says it's in a sandwich, but USA Today said it's not a sandwich. So, debating declaring that a hot dog is a sandwich. Webster defines a sandwich of two or more slices of bread and a split roll having filling in between or one slice of bread covered with food. Okay, so two different sources. I would say probably not, but... I would just say it's a hot dog, but again, let it, let other people think on that one. That's odd. Okay, good. good. We caught fire here with that question. All right, let's. Uh, I spent a lot of time on that one. Let's move on. Um, let's see, what are some of your favorite things about working in higher education? Ooh, that's that's tough. Um, not really tough. Uh that varies for me. Let me stretch it out of here. Okay. Whew. Um, I guess in the beginning I did like working with students. Um, when I was supervising students, they were fun to 
be around, especially if they weren't being fuckheads. <laughs> but I did like that. You know, university is its own little mini city, so it's kind of cool. You know, you, if you want something to eat, you can literally walk across campus to get something to eat. You got a gym there. You can walk back somewhere else. I mean, I've met a lot of good people over the years. Um, you know, I've learned a lot of things just from going on different trips. I did like doing that when they sent me to Boston. I got to go to Boston. I've been to D.C. Um, those are always kind of cool, and you can kind of network with other people and learn what they're doing with their jobs on their other co- college campuses. So that's yeah, a couple of my favorite things. Uh, also, there's not always, you know, it's not always – gummy bears and rainbows but like anything else but it's always fun uh yeah i guess you know it's kind of learning and keeping up with new stuff too that's always a good thing trying to talk with cool people and helping students I always like you know like i said earlier i liked working with the students and giving them advice which i don't know how good of advice i give what well, the dogs are barking outside but um yeah, you know, and trying to help them out and find their way, you know, as I'm trying to find, help myself out and find my way through life. So let's see. Moving on. I got a lot of these. I'm glad everybody wrote in. All right. <laughs> Typical. If you could be an the if you could be if you could be an animal, which one would you be? It's like an interview question. God, I used to hate those. I still do. Uh, well, you know, I used to study in, uh, for uh, interviews when I was was trying to get my first big boy job. And technically, according, I do remember this technically to uh, the uh, what you want to call it to some of the books and stuff I've read online that you're supposed for this question you're supposed to say that. Uh, one one example was an elephant because you know you're a leader, you can work in teams, and you have a great memory. So basically, I mean, if you can figure out any animal and make it sound, you know, justify it with the job that you're applying for, I mean, that would help if you can do that. Uh, if I was a turtle, I could eat pizza, right? <laughs> Okay, I thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, oh, oh, I watched Sea Conspiracy on Netflix. That opened up my eyes to a lot of things. I thought it was going to be about plastic straws and stuff, but it's just about overfishing the seas. So uh, I give that one a watch if you're interested. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Uh, so yeah, if I was a turtle, I could eat pizza. Um, actually, I, you know, I would, I wouldn't mind being a jaguar. I mean. I think those are just really cool fucking animals, especially uh, black jaguars. Um, type that in. I think they're really group. Well, this is black panther. Maybe a, maybe a panther then. I thought jaguar, some jaguars could be black. Yeah, okay. They can be. I thought they're just really cool looking animals. They just, the way they move and stuff, I always thought um, would be badass. Wait. Both jaguars and leopards have rosette markings, but only a jaguar has spots within the rosettes. Okay. Uh, I didn't I want to talk about my boy Joe Rogan again. He put up a video. Uh, if you go on YouTube, this is, I guess, why I went down a jaguar uh, hole one day. Well, not a jaguar, a rabbit hole. I was looking up jaguars. Jag, uh, Let's see. A jaguar, they'll eat um, a certain vine um, or a plant, and it makes them almost hallucinate. Jaguar. I can't remember. Hallucinates. Yeah, they age. That's what it's called. And, yeah, so if you type in... Jaguar taste the hallucinogenic effect of Yage. They roll on their backs and they just <laughs> look up at the sky and just sit. I better not play this. I'll probably get get it pulled. My video pulled from YouTube. Um, so yeah, type that in if you want to see. It's I don't know if it's funny, but that's why I went down that hole. So okay, so if you could be any animal, what would you be? Uh, yeah, probably a jaguar, turtle, so I can eat pizza all, all the time and. Uh, 
Yeah, but if you're applying for a job, I'd, I think I don't know if I've ever had that question come up in in one of my interviews. I have heard a friend told me one time they had somebody ask him why there's fuzz on a tennis ball, and this is to measure your critical thinking. But in case you get that question, it's because it's supposed to slow down the speed. It's like of the tennis ball as it hits the ground and going through the air. So that's that one. And then there was another one I thought was interesting that why are sewers round? And they do it because if you, if the cover was going to fall through the hole, it wouldn't fall through because of the circle. It can't fit through that object. And if it was a square, it could, and if it fell through diagonally or whatever, and it's easier to roll and pull off too. So apparently, all right, gave you a little information on those. Um, good question. Let's see. Why do you look so good all the time? <laughs> um, you know, just just I'm just blessed, I guess, man. <laughs> good question there. Uh, I think it might be the shaved head look. I think that's what it is for me. Uh, should I talk about that? Yeah, I just you know just started. I got got, got lucky and was. Nah, I don't know if I should say lucky, but I got a decently shaped head and. Just started to embrace my baldness and went with it. So, and you know, I work out a little bit here and there. I thought that's that's helping a little bit. <laughs> so, all right, good question. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, how can I be more like you? <laughs> uh, I'm loving this. Um, eat a lot of ribeyes and shave your head and keep working out. There you go. That's secrets. Let's see. Next one. How's it being worldwide success mean? Excuse me. How's it being worldwide? Excuse me. Mr. Worldwide. Blow the whistle. I think that's what it says. Pitbull. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, tell the story to this question that real quick. Um, I was going to, I went to a winery. With a bunch of friends, and everyone will know this. And when I think when I got there, or my buddy who sent this said, "You look like Pitbull, the singer," which I took as a compliment. Loved it. Mm. Blow the whistle. Mm. International love, baby. Uh, Miami. What ain't that? He sings. He says, "Blow the whistle." Pitbull. I can't. I can't. I don't, again, I don't want to play anything. Pitbull. Why do I blow the whistle? I don't know if I should. Blow the whistle, baby. You the referee. Oh. <laughs> okay. So I guess that's one of his songs. But uh little fun fact, though, out of that group, somebody did ask what my ethnicity was or nationality, which I've gotten that a couple times throughout my life, um, which I was surprised. So they're listening to this. I might let you think. Uh Keep you with that. Let you just be sat in the back of your head. Um, like what? Is, what is his nationality? What is his uh, ethnicity? Hmm. I always thought it was pretty self-explanatory, but a lot of people have questions. Speaking of Mister Real Wide, I had uh, this thought that I was listening to a lot of you know, uh, Bad Bunny and Latin music, and I had this theory that. If you kept listening to it, that you could learn the language that way. Still, kind of wonder. I would go ask some friends what certain words mean and what they're talking about in certain songs. I think you can pick up little bits and pieces. Let me know if you do. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got from here. Uh, recap of the open workout, CFG, CrossFit Games open wrap up. Ooh, I guess I touched on a little bit of that earlier. Um, so the first workout, handstand walk, not handstand walks, wall walks, and double unders. Uh, when I first saw the workout, I just thought this is going to be a really bad open just because of the pandemic, and they didn't know how to program for it. So we were going to see a lot of workouts like this. It seemed just like a really terrible warm up to do for an open workout, but it was a tough workout. Don't when I usually when I see wall walks um, in our accessory work, I just ignore them and never do them, <laughs> just because uh, I don't like them. But it crushed me. It, it it slapped a little bit. It slaps different. Um, so yeah, I did I did really well that workout though. I mean, well, I did what I wanted. Uh, second workout was a recap of the one in 2017 of the burpee box jumps and snatches. I beat my old time by 
three minutes, which I was super proud of myself for that because I was really nervous about that workout. Give myself a pat on the back for that one. And the final workout, I met my goals, finished the first part, hit a respectable number in my opinion. On the second part, I'm not going to sit here and tell you all my numbers and stuff like that, but because um, I don't want you know, don't want to put myself on a pedestal or anything. But I did well, and I guess I'm going to quarterfinals. Found that out in an unofficial email. And I'm not sure. I'm guessing I'm going in my age bracket and not overall. Not sure. But um, that was one thing this year is that, you know, kind of knowing that I was putting a 35 to 39 division, I kind of wanted to do a lot better. And just to test myself, just because I know I was getting, you know, obviously that mental aspect of just thinking, oh, you're the, you're getting older, you're got to see what happens. You know, your body's going to start breaking down, and which it might later on. I mean, well, I'm saying this, but I don't know. It just it may, may been a little bit more to me this year because I just wanted to, to do well. Um, and I did. I did what I wanted, so I met all my goals. So proud with that. Um, and also congratulations to all those who were doing the Open 2 and that moved on and that also saw themselves progress from older workouts and, uh, and their fitness has gotten better or their performance has gotten better. Over the years, so a lot of saw that. I guess that's a lot of the power of the open. Um, you know, I mean, it was four workouts this year, basically, not five, and there was no issue with that. I did. It's kind of nice to have it over with, just because you feel that the weight is lifted off your shoulder. Um, for me, it was, and it's just you can relax now and go back to your normal stuff. But I don't like the fact that I found out if you do go to corner finals, you have to pay fifty bucks, and it's just well, great another fifty dollars. So. Uh, but I guess I'm going to do it. I mean, why not, right? See, I've already gone this, gone this far. Figured I'd go a little further. <laughs> then I ran this far. <laughs> Figured I ran a little farther. So, yeah. So, anyway, good, good open up. I uh, maybe I'll get James and Chad on here, and we can discuss them a little bit more in depth, um, or maybe some other people. A, little, a lot of my other CrossFit friends. But, yeah, uh, closing thoughts on that, just – did really well. I thought the workouts – I was worried about the workouts being really sloppy this year. Not sloppy, but very real low-key, kind of like the first one. But I thought it was fun. Um, I enjoyed it. I know I got really sore after that last workout from the front squats and thr- thrusters. My legs were screaming the next day, for the next two days, actually. But sometimes it'd be like that, you know. Okay. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Hmm. Dealing with – ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to save that one. Oh, I mean, I'm going to save that one for the for next. Um, Kong or Godzilla? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I, I, I doesn't really matter to me, I guess. Uh, and I don't. I, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> I don't want to spoil uh, the movie for anybody and say something bad, but or not spoil or just say something that make them. Give give away the ending, but I like them all. I mean, don't matter. I mean, Godzilla was kind of cool. I do like that meme that people post, and it says, and it's from Godzilla, and it says, uh, "One like, and I'll tear down Tokyo for no reason at all." And then he likes it himself, and he comments, "Say no more." <laughs> I always get a crack out of that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a good movie. Um, I liked all those movies, so maybe Godzilla. Maybe I mean, Kong ain't bad. I don't know. I don't really have a don't really have a answer for that one. We'll talk about it later. And I'll maybe one thing I do like when I'm saying stuff out loud like this, my thoughts when I say them out loud, they seem to come together. I guess, and what I'm saying, it's like, oh yeah, okay, that makes more sense when I say it out loud. So maybe that'll happen. Um, oh, here's a good question: Who should be the next basketball coach at UNC? So for those who don't know, Roy Williams uh, retired April 1st, which when I first saw it come across, I think I saw it on IG first, I thought it was an April Fool's Fool's joke, but it was not. So he decided to retire, but, you know, he watched his press press conference, and it was kind of sad just because he was showing so much emotion. Well, not sad, but it was just, I was, you know, feeling empathy with him. Is that right? Empathy? Because he was just saying that he's not the right man for the job anymore. And he was basically just – he said it in a way that he's opting out um, because he he said something about 
you know, he couldn't use certain words, but he was re- actually retiring, but he was almost opting out, which almost part of me wonders if he was being forced out. I don't know. I hope not. But it's, it was a tough year for college basketball in general, especially with all those blue blood schools. Um, they didn't, none of them did really well, especially in the tournament. But uh, for the person to replace him, I think they're talking about Wes Miller from UNCG, uh, Hubert Davis, Jerry Stackhouse. I would like to see Stackhouse get it, I think, even though I know he's new to coaching, but he was also one of my favorite players to watch growing up um, because I remember he had a cool name, Stackhouse, and I remember he, he was just a showtimer there. Uh, when he would slam and put on the show for everyone to watch. He was just fun to watch when I was little. Um, how's he doing with his coaching career? I know he's at Vanderbilt, uh, and I know he was coaching in the G League at a point. I don't know. I just know that it probably should be somebody from the Carolina family, keep it in a tradition. Um, it's always, you know, that, and that job's is always going to be hard, along with Duke just to be the next person to, uh, fill those shoes. I mean, you know, you got Dean Smith, one of the most legendary coaches of all. My brother actually had dinner with him at one point way back in the day. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Then, you know, Roy Williams. I mean, it's just, you know, they're they're all-time legends. I mean, trying to fill those shoes, it's kind of the same way with Frank Beamer at Virginia Tech and when Fuente came in to fill those shoes. I mean, it's not going to be the same. And it's just, I mean, how do do you follow that, you know? So, I don't know. Uh... Yeah, maybe Stackhouse. I think he should get it. I don't know. Wes Miller, I mean, from UNCG's, you know, UNCG's in the Big South, but the guy from Mike Young, who came from Woodford College, he, uh, when he stepped into Tex uh, basketball program, he did really well with it, I thought, this year. So, you know, I always thought, Making a big jump from a small school to a big program to a, from a small program to a big program would be hard, but maybe not. So, yeah, my man Stackhouse. We'll see what happens though. Uh, I think overall, just as long as it stays in the Carolina family, it'll be good. Uh, please explain the evolutionary structure and function of the human appendix. I mean, come on. I mean, come on, really? Like I know you're asking me. I'm a moron. Please explain the evolutionary structure. I know the appendix is on the right side of the body. And it's right above the hip, and it can erupt, and some people have to have it taken about. What the hell does the appendix do? Let me look at my Google box. What the, what does the appendix do? Evolutionary structure was probably because of stone ape theory, I think, actually. Uh, normally, the appendix sits on the lower right. Abdominal function of the appendix is unknown. What? This is coming from WebMD. Webm. Webmed. Webmed. Function of the appendix is unknown. One theory is that the appendix acts as a storehouse for good bacteria, rebooting the digestive system after diarrhea illness. Other experts believe the appendix is just a useless remnant from our evolutionary past. So what? Nobody knows, and we have all this science, and we can't figure out what the hell the appendix really does? It's attached to your large intestine. Its function is unclear. Okay, so not a lot of people know what the hell the appendix does. <laughs> Something with digestion. And I guess that's why they take it out sometimes. But then why would it erupt? Hmm, it's probably a pretty good question. But maybe look at that up later. Who knows? Okay, uh, I have one more question here that I wanted to... Uh, do this one last because I thought this was a really good question. <clears throat> so dealing with disappointment and being discouraged. Hmm. You get real deep on a Sunday morning with that. So dealing with discouragement and disappointment. I wonder if they're just asking how do I deal with that. Uh, well, hmm. let me get a thought on here. So... Well, I mean, we live every day, and it seems like it doesn't matter. Well, 
just because, you know, we live every day, there's always going to be disappointments. Um, you know, you wake up and you spill coffee on your shirt. You know, you get stuck in traffic. Um, you know, your dog gets, one of the wiener dogs gets sick and <laughs> you got to take it to the vet and you don't, you know, you don't know how to deal with it. Or, you know, in CrossFit, I mean, I've talked about this with James and Chad before, you know, you just, you know, you, you have a bad workout day and you're a bad training day and just, you know, something doesn't go the way you had planned. You know, you didn't get the promotion, you know, your food gets uh, made wrong at the restaurant there's a lot you I mean there's just tons of disappointments that can be thrown at you day by day by day and it's just hard to you know dodge that um so it's i think it's all about just trying to have a positive mindset and just saying that you know it's going to get better things do get better as long as you're doing the right things as far as you're working out every day you know you're eating a healthy lifestyle you're you know you're being kind to others you're you know, just not being a complete fuckhead and, and out there just out back behind in, in the dark alley, you know, I guess drinking drugs and <laughs> shooting up stuff. But I don't know where I'm going with that. But, you know, I mean, it's just it's just going to happen. Uh, and it's just, you know, we all have problems. Everyone has problems. I don't care who you are. And we're human beings, so nobody's perfect. I mean, it's a fact. And if somebody is, I would be really... Uh, I would really like to meet them. But it's just a matter of how you deal with your problems. And we all have our own ways of dealing with them. You know, sometimes when I'm feeling stressed out or uh, things are not going my way, just, you know, I have things I do. I, you know, I either just put on my favorite music or fa- something I really enjoy doing, favorite movie, or, you know, I really like going for drives and, like, again, putting on my favorite music and just having a nice little drive, you know. When I drove up to Lynchburg yesterday, I was kind of picturing myself, I wish I had a, you know, a really nice fast sports car for those uh sponsored <laughs> uh, just to be driving around you know stuff like that excites me i don't know maybe it's could be part of my my evolutionary past but i mean it's just going to happen i mean it's going to happen and as long as you're working towards your goals um you know you can work around a disappointment you can be better i mean we learn from our mistakes i think or i learn, i know i learned from my mistakes and that's part of success is that you learn what went wrong and then you learn from it and you make yourself better with it. And again, so, I mean, if you're looking at it <clears throat> and as far as a, you know, a physical way, as far as, you know, getting a certain movement in CrossFit or anything, I mean, you just, you keep doing the work, you show up, you know, it's going to happen. It might, you'll get your wins. You might get a small win here. You might not get another small win for a few days later, but it's going to happen, you know, I did this workout, um, I think it was a few weeks ago. And, you know, I've had this question come up to me before from uh, Shout Out Chad. He asked me one time, and I got mu- mutilated in a – mutilated? Is that a word? Mutilated in a workout, and it was a partner workout. And I just remember just feeling wrecked. And I can't remember if it was the length of the workout or what, but he just he asked me, do you think you got any fitter from that workout? And I said, no. Uh, I said, I don't even know why the hell I even did that. And I don't know if it was just the mental workout or my mental toughness that day, but it, I don't know if it, it could have been just a bad workout. But I just I showed up the next day, you know, to do it again. Not the same workout, but, you know, I didn't get a win that day. And here recently, um hope I can find this one real quick. Uh, James and I did a workout, and it was a hero workout. And, you know, it was the same thing. It was a 30-minute workout, and it just – ripped me uh here it was so it's mcgee and a 30 minute amrap of five deadlifts 275 13 push-ups nine box jumps and it was just it was just a brutal workout you know it was one of those things like i don't know if i got any fitter doing that but it's part of the program and it was also a hair workout so it made me want to do it just you know i always try to pump myself up for those workouts um and i don't know i'm not i guess this is kind of a long answer I might be going off topic, obviously, which I usually do on here when I'm trying to share some thoughts. But, yeah, I mean, and I think part of it is just when you're dealing with disappointment, you're dealing with discouragement. One part of it, you know, is that, you know, Joe Rogan, he said this. And when I first heard it from Joe Rogan, obviously, where I hear everything else in my life, Joe Rogan. Oh, wait, that's not what I was going to say. 
uh, there was a great theory, or not a great theory. God, I can't talk. There was a a quote: "Most men live lives in quiet desperation." And so, a lot of people want to take this the safe road down to whatever goal they're getting, or they're going to take the hard road. And when he said that most men live lives or lead lives in quiet desperation, it's just because they're safe. They get that security blanket at the end. They know they got a steady income. They know, you know, they are they can go home and be okay, and they don't have to challenge themselves to do anything. And I'm not taking anything away from anybody, but you know, but. I don't know, that sits in the back of my head and you go down the hard road and that's where you kind of learn about yourself more and you push yourself more. And, you know, I mean, in these workouts, like I was just saying, I mean, who, who wants to go do that for 30 minutes? I didn't want to go do it. I wanted to stop at 10 minutes in that workout. And, you know, when I talked to James about it too, he said the same thing. He said, I don't know why we even did this, but you just got to push yourself. And, you know, you got to think of it and uh, think about gratitude, I think, too is that, you know, we get to go work out every day. You know, we get to go to work. We get to, you know, later on I'll probably go to the grocery store and buy myself a couple ribeyes and have for a little dinner tonight. You know, we get to do stuff like that. There's a lot of people who don't get to do things like that, you know. And when they say that, oh, I have to go to work today. Well, you know, I'm lucky enough I get to go to work today. And, and you know, you know, like that other question earlier, I, I do like things going to my job. I, I enjoy it. It's, you know, I don't. It's one of those things when I wake up, I don't think, "Oh God!" You know, here we go, just punching a time card, and you know, you just got to work around, like just knowing that. I guess overall, with this question, shit, that is that you got to th- say thank, be thankful for what we have, and not be so crazy on what the things that we don't have, and. Not look at it, always be negative, even though it seems like negative negativity is almost the cool thing now. Just stay positive. It's gonna you're not gonna get a win every day, but you will get a win if you keep working hard and uh you know, just stay true to your goals. And speaking of that, oh, that reminds me of a small not the, the there's a book I read way back in the day and I can save you a couple hours I forgot how long it took me by Darren Hardy. It's called the compound effect. And I can save you from reading this. I mean, it was an okay book, but basically he was just saying basically the same things I just said that, you know, if you keep doing small things, it's going to lead up to a bigger uh, to a bigger goal or a bigger solution for you, however you want to say it. That if you, you know, let's say, I think there was an example in the book that some person wanted to lose, I forgot so much weight, but they were extremely obese. And he was like, you you know, people just wanted them to go out and start walking miles and miles and miles. And he was like, no, the, what you should do first is go walk, you know, to the mailbox and back. You know, do that for a week. Then build off that and say, I'm going to walk, you know, a lap around my neighborhood or a half a lap around my neighborhood and back. You know, you, until you finally get to where you can just keep walking for miles and miles and miles and lose weight. That might be a bad example, but that was kind of the essence of the whole book. So, again, good question there, dealing with disappointment. And uh, being discouraged, I think you just stay on the grind, keep working hard, have goals and set, be thankful for what we have, and and they'll come. I think the wins will come. I know the wins will come. So I've seen it firsthand, you know, with myself and other family members and through friends. Just stay strong, keep the mental toughness about you. Like what James and I were talking about with David Goggins and Cameron Haynes, stuff happens. It'll be good. So uh, just don't live your life in quiet deprivation. Don't be get, don't be afraid to get out of the comfort zone, which is what I'm doing with this. So, okay, I've been talking long enough. Thank you for all the questions again. Those who sent them in, thank you for listening. Um, I think I'm going to go take the wieners for a walk, finish my coffee, uh, start partying, get them ribeyes out. And... Uh, I'll check in on you again in a couple of weeks. Maybe uh, I'll do this again. Again, if uh, you like it, send me an email. The Sheila Fever, not the Sheila, SheilaFever at gmail.com. Slide in Instagram um, and all that good stuff. So, again, appreciate you. And have a good week and all that good stuff. So, I'm out. Thanks, Mike.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 